Hey everyone, welcome to Momsplain, an unfiltered, no bullshit conversation about motherhood. This podcast is a space to get comfortable with the uncomfortable and dive into conversations that all moms think about, but no moms talk about. Let's, Let's go. do it. Oh. Okay, but seriously. <laughs> Let's do Let's this. Go. Are we ready? <laughs> it's recording. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Did we start? Well, we can just like clip this or like, but we're just going to record. All right. All right. Let's fucking do this. <clears throat> if my computer keeps dinging, I should probably <laughs> mute it so that it's not. Ding, 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 ding. ding. You're a winner. Gang y'all. There we go. Okay. I'm going to use this as like B-roll. <laughs> I need to clip my toenails. <laughs> do you have nail clippers? I need to clip my toenails. <laughs> Let's I know I really do. They're let's so just, long. Let's just say hemorrhoids. Because everybody loved that so much. All right. Anyways. Okay, so we're back. Holy shit. We're fucking Hi, back. friends. Like we did it. It has been what feels like 17 mm. years. Mm. Um, yeah. It I hasn't said, been though. It, it's been a long time, but like life, you know. Oh we, my God, life. Last year, our wedding yeah, season. We were wedding photographers, for those of you who don't know. So uh, our podcast kind of fell off the deep end <laughs> during wedding season because we were shooting weddings like a crazy person and I was pregnant and sick and miserable. Which With twins. has not changed. <laughs> Doubly. It's gotten worse. But I mean, we've, we've so we're, we'll, we'll, we'll go more into that. We're going to, so this episode, I think the goal is for it to be a life update. Yeah. This I is think gonna, that's yeah. the best way. We're just going to kind of like chat about what's been going on. We will probably go off on about 17 tangents because if you know Julia and I, then you know that's yeah. just <laughs> that's just what we, we love do. them. We love them. So, where do we start? I don't even remember the last episode we recorded. I think it was the mental health one. Oh, geez. That was, one. That was a heavy one. And then we just like dropped just off dropped. the face of the planet. So, <laughs> actually, that does make sense as to like why people kept like, being like, kept being like where are you? Guys? Okay. Are you alive? So, so yes, <clears throat> obviously. I don't even know when that episode was. So, since then... It doesn't matter. Um, I think the biggest update is that I'm pregnant. Which, if you guys follow me on on um, Instagram or TikTok, you already obviously know that. Um, I am pregnant with twins. Two babies. Two fetuses. <laughs> a boy and a girl. Yes, a we are having... A boy and a girl. Wow, my words. A boy and a girl. I am due in April... Um, so I think I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I remember we were having that conversation in the car a little while ago about the beginning of my pregnancy and how it was like some of the feelings I was having Mm -hmm. and you're like, that would be a really good podcast episode. Yeah. Do we want, do you want like more space maybe to do that one? Like Like a whole episode? episode? Like you could even do that on your own and just talk about it. Or do you want? Yeah, me to, like, actually, interview? I think that's a really good idea. So we'll do like a whole separate episode on my because like, it's it's intense. Yeah, my finding out I was pregnant and my reaction to having twins and all of that. Um, we could probably even do that one today. Um, I just got a notification on my phone that says that I have a therapy session in two hours. Speaking of mental health, <laughs> so anyways, I had some feelings in the very beginning of my pregnancy. It was intense. It was like. Whatever. It was there. Um, but now we've moved on past that. We're very excited. Um, I'm currently 28 weeks and one day. 
pregnant today. So 28? 28. 28. Yep. Officially in my third trimester. And um, I'm a fucking whale. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I would like, like to agree because like two babies inside of even a tall human is excessive. Like if she were short right now, if she were my height, it would be outrageous. But she's almost like six feet tall. So she's carrying it like a little bit more in like you know condensed than most people would because there's like more space for these kids but still I, I literally walked past her in the kitchen this morning I was like you are extra large today yeah it's um I got big really really quick I mean I think it's my like you know like they say you get bigger quicker with your second pregnancy oh yeah so there's that and then there's also the fact that there's two there's two babies <laughs> so i mean yeah, was, like, i feel like tiny kid could you imagine if these just came out like porkers <laughs> no <laughs> i can't imagine like that the two kids the ones that you have together at the same time are going to be the, the heavy ones or the big ones yeah no thanks um so yeah i am currently seeing an ob which mm-hmm. if you guys have followed me on dun, dun, dun. on um instagram you know that i'm not super happy about that i don't love obstetrical care um, but I was kind but of... she's handling it really well. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of forced into it because of, um, twins are technically considered high risk. So, I couldn't have my midwives, but I did, um, go into my midwife, or sorry, my OB's office and kind of stood my ground right away and let her know that I was going to be her worst nightmare. I'm going to be a bitch. <laughs> That's, did. I, I did. I said that she to her like, because I have a, a very strict list of things I want and do not want. Uh, I've talked about this a little bit on my Instagram, but I really want a vaginal birth. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I know that with twins, the risk of a C-section is obviously a lot higher because there's two of them and there's a whole bunch of like a whole list of things I have to like fall under to be able to have a vaginal birth. Like twin A has to be head down. Twin A has to be the bigger baby. And oh, then I didn't know that. Yeah, they don't want the bigger baby coming out first. I'm sorry, they don't want the smaller baby coming out first. Which, to me, makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> if you, if you, no, the bigger baby paves the way because if the bigger right, baby but can't if come but out... if it's one baby, regardless, what if like you know what I mean? Like if if I have one baby and it's big, it's gonna come out still. You know what I mean? Whether regardless of if a small baby comes out first. Well, maybe it's like. I don't fucking know. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I never asked the reason I feel as though that, but... this is where we, we tend to get our, like, um, our, I don't know if it's, like, a bias or just, like, a I know a lot everything kind of complex. <laughs> Jordan has that sometimes where she, no, like, does I'm just a lot a... of research and she, I'm not saying you don't, and I'm not saying that you don't deserve to make the choice, but, like, at one point, we just have to trust that the doctor does know more, and for some reason, that is... That might be a bullshit excuse. It you know really what? Here's be, my opinion. But... Okay, here's here's the first tangent we're gonna go on because oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> here's my opinion on OBs. I truly don't think that OBs are very familiar with um, normal birth. Natural birth. Normal, not even natural, just normal birth, because an OB is a specialized doctor. They're a surgeon. They're trained to jump in when there is a need. They have very, they're very much needed. Not saying OBs aren't needed or necessary, but they are very much needed. But their specialization is in, like abnormal, right? Abnormal and in like Birthing. situations in which interventions are needed, mm-hmm. and so they should be the exception, not the rule. And it's kind of turned, right? And so <clears throat> I truly think that um, 
Like, my body knows what it, it needs to do. It's already done it once. It did it perfectly fine the first time. Um, my body knows what it's doing. And just because there's two in there doesn't mean that my body all of a sudden doesn't know what it's doing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's, I, I, my OB is very understanding and very, like, she definitely knows, like, my preferences and what I want and don't want. Although she keeps pushing a C-section on me, she wants me to, to book an elective C-section and I have told her many times that's not happening. Can you imagine if she's listening to this podcast right now? Hey, Dr. Salhani. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl, hey. No, um, I mean, I, I, I don't think that you're the worst patient she's had. And I don't think that... No, probably not. not but uncommon. Like, the last appointment I had, both the... I'm getting bi-weekly growth scans. So I'm having ultrasounds done every two weeks. Check the growth of both babies. Um, and the I was 26 weeks at my last <clears throat> growth scan, and both babies were breech. And she came into my appointment and was like, so, both babies are breech. We, uh, we wanted, like, I want to know if you wanted to book an elective C-section. And I was like, I'm 26 weeks. Like, does that, correct me if I'm wrong, but these babies still could flip about 42 times before I give birth. 42. And she was like, well, yeah. And I was like, okay, so, so they're breech now, but like literally in two hours from now, they could be head down. And she was like, yeah. And I was like. Okay, so why am I trying to, why are you trying to book me a C-section? I was like, when is the, like, how long can I wait before, what are you doing? I'm trying to post on our Instagram while you talk. So I'm rude. Not to interrupt you either. Anyways. Sorry. Is that rude? So I said, how long realistically can I wait before I need to make a decision on whether or not I have a C-section? Like, could I go into labor, day of, water breaks, contractions start, whatever, could I go into labor and then decide that day whether or not I need a C-section? Like, do a little bedside ultrasound and determine if... And she was like, yes, technically. <laughs> and I was like, okay, then that's what I'll be doing. I'm not booking no C-section, you know, at 26 weeks. That seems... Or do you, ma- or do you think maybe she... Like, her her approach to that was like, um, like, let's book you a C-section for the the last moment I'll allow you, like... The latest I'll allow you. No, like she told me like, weeks? like, could she not just book you in a C-section at forty weeks? I mean, she could, but if both babies are head down at forty weeks, I'm pushing them out my vagina. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like if they're both breech, then I mean, okay, people have delivered breech babies vaginally, but I I will take at that point. I'll you know what? I'm not gonna argue with her. I'll take a C-section, but and don't get her like Jordan wrong here like she's when she's in labor and she's like going through all of it and she's not gonna be like I'm gonna push these babies out well I went into Emery's birth expecting to have a natural birth with absolutely no intervention and I ended up getting a A lot no not not a lot lot, I ended up having an epidural because in the in the moment I was like fuck it you know did you have any assistance pulling her out no no and that's that's another here's another thing I have so my midwife was like I think in general, midwifery care is very, like, hands-off, very, like, allowing your body to do what it needs to do. So, my midwife was very gentle with my delivery. Like, I pushed for a really long time, and Emery was OP, so she was, like, sunny side up. So. I just think of an egg every time. <laughs> so, she was harder to push out, but my midwife was very gentle with, like, TMI, but she was, like, very, like, massaging the perineum. She had, like, a warm compress there, and I truly think that that had a lot to do with the fact that I didn't tear very much 
I had paper cuts is what they told me. So I've just heard with OBs, they're very aggressive. And like. Oh, I, I can I can attest to that. My so, was not. My sister, my oldest sister nice. had an OB, OB with her first and she had an episiotomy and forceps. And I understand like those things yeah, are necessary. But I truly think that if, if, if Emery would have been with an OB, I would have had some sort of assistance. Sure. They wouldn't let me push. Let you push three. Although they let Nicole push for a while too. I can't. Maybe I shouldn't make any assumptions. But they did tell me that assumptions if Twin A ass at you and me, <laughs> if Twin A is head down and Twin B is not, then I can deliver Twin A vaginally, and they will do a manual breech extraction of Twin B. Which again. Okay, because I'm delivering vaginally, but if you do, you know what a manual breech extraction is? Don't they use forceps? No, the it, the OB literally pull like reaches her hand oh, into God. me, elbow deep or however I don't know how how deep. My, <laughs> There's a snort for you guys. I don't know how long my sir, my my or uterus yeah. is. She's got to go up to her shoulder, like her shoulders, like a cow. <laughs> She gets those gloves on that go to her shoulders and she's like reaching inside me. That's oh, what I'm picturing. Yeah. And she grabs the baby by her feet. I think that's the girl that's twin B. She'll grab her by her feet, pull her out. Mm. That's another thing. I, I have asked. I'm like, can we like give her some time to like, you know, maybe she gets the extra room and she decides she wants to flip she's on her own. All of a sudden she's like, there's twice as much room and she's like, whoa, I can stay in here forever. Right. <laughs> So that's a little scary. Um, and I just, I'm so, like, I was scared you're, of. You're going to have an epidural. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But I have to. They won't let me deliver vaginally oh without one. What? Why? Because if this makes sense. So okay. right. if I. Uh, oh, emergency C-section? Yeah. So yeah. if I deliver one twin vaginally and the other one's like like stuck or whatever, then. Quickly. Well, no, they'll put me under. Oh. And I'll be unconscious for the birth of my second baby, which I do not want. So, like, I'm more than willing to take an epidural if it means I can be, like, yeah. awake for the birth of my kids, you know? Yeah. And that's the reason I took an epidural. Wait, wait, wait. One- so, if you have an epidural for the vaginal attempt at the vaginal birth, then um, if you have to do a C-section for one of them, like, if you take if one of them comes out naturally and the second one's stuck, do they put you out? No. With because an I- epidural. No, so, no. But if you didn't, they would. If I didn't, oh. they would have to. And okay, I deliver okay. in the OR. That's another right, thing. Right. Again, I can't just... deliver in a like reg- regular birth room. I have to deliver in the OR for that reason. Okay. Well, that's. I guess yeah. again makes sense. I guess, but like, it's sterile, but it'll do. <laughs> yeah. So, I'll, it's a lot. It's gonna be like a much different experience. Very, very different experience. Um. But the most important part. <laughs> What I was going to say before is I was terrified of tearing with Emery, like terrified. I don't know why that was my biggest fear. But this time it's like even more. I know my body's done it before and like she's nice and stretchy down there. Because you know it's already (laughs) happened once. Sorry, Brandon. (laughs) But like, I don't know. But like the whole like, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like OBs are just so aggressive. And that's, maybe that's a really terrible assumption of me to make. But I everybody that I know that's delivered with an OB has had an episiotomy. I didn't. I, I ripped a little bit, but I didn't, like, or tore whatever term you want to talk about your freaking tissue down there. But, yeah, I didn't. She, I don't even think she, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. It's all blur. But you, 14, Valley came out really ago. quick. That's no, the no, difference. No, no, with Cole. Oh, right. You didn't and even OB. have an OB with Valley. What am I talking about? No, I had a midwife with Valley, and I literally pushed three times, and she went. How long did you push with Cole? Um, I don't think, I don't, I don't think I was more than an hour. I mean, they did. 
they did have like a forcep and vacuum like doctor or nurse or See, whatever. See, they were ready. Right. But and and like mom like literally kept them far away. <laughs> That's good. I remember at one point, and this is another tangent that we'll just go on for a second, is that I remember being like spread eagle on the one side of the room and the doors on the other side of the room. And um, I was like, what? I was, yeah, it's my 21st birthday. And my, uh, there was three nurses that I went to high school with, two of which <laughs> were males. And I was like, You're like, hey, you want to see my vagina saw in high my school? Vagina no. first, no, and chance. then was like, oh, hey, Julia, long time no see. I recognized <laughs> you by your vulva. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't see it. They, they, at that point, they had not. I seen mean, it. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I, my hoe phase wasn't until after I had gone. <laughs> I mean, like mm. a little bit before, but like mostly after. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> welcome back friends <laughs> so yeah i just know a lot of people who have had episiotomies with obese because i feel like they're well, impatient. I, I just think okay so like let's put... i'm saying a lot of terrible if you're an ob and listening to this i am so sorry i'm, gr- I'm sure you're great at your job but let's just like put out into the world because i'm trying this new thing um we'll talk about that too in a little bit more in depth sorry if there's gonna be scratching in a second i, I got a hair on my mic and it's really bothering me I, guys, I can't hear her mic in my headphones so i hope you guys got it just get deafened by that anyway um let's just put it out into the world that you know you're not going to have an episiotomy right and that's kind of what i've been doing <coughs> this whole time is like the universe with being into existence the fact that i want to make it to 37 weeks mm-hmm. because i don't want NICU time and speaking into existence that i'm going to have a vaginal birth it's going to go the, the ob is going to walk out of there and go holy shit you're a pro <laughs> You're a pro at shoving large things out of of your vagina. vagina. (laughs) Yes, I want her to say that. I mean, so we're gonna we have been I have been trying to like manifest that. Well, I did manifest with Emery that she'd be a girl, and I manifested that I would go before you. And you know what? I did. (laughs) Fucking did. So so mad about that. (laughs) There we go. So that's me. That is a long and tangent. Well, I mean, yeah, and Jordan's been miserable. Like even her Instagram's been like boring as fuck lately. My TikTok's been better because I can, like, I don't know, talk about stuff. But, like, yeah, my Instagram's been boring because I just don't have the energy to, like, take good pictures of myself. Even though I have a sister who's a photographer but doesn't seem to ever take pictures of me. Oh, don't even get me started. If you could get your ass up off the couch, then (laughs) I will. I've told you four times that I want maternity photos. And every time you do something Okay, I'm sorry. I'm too busy doing the laundry. (laughs) Okay, guys. Can we talk about that for a second? (laughs) Can we? Can I do it? Can sure. I talk go about ahead. It? Embarrass me. Do you want me? To, I won't. No, you can. Are you sure? I don't, I, that's so relatable. I don't okay. give a All shit. Right. That's let's, the let's point get... of this podcast is to. We literally talked about our assholes <laughs> in the first episode. We talked about our hemorrhoids. I, yeah. My laundry is the least. I'm going to try ways. not to like talk in like any judgmental tone about my husband. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Jordan is. <laughs> Honestly, from the like, okay, the I feel like a lot of people can relate to the yeah. fact that laundry has been a struggle. Oh, absolutely, and it, it it still is a struggle for like you think I have my shit together, but like often our laundry room gets um, outrageously mm. overwhelmed. But okay, outrageous. Head, is... but, uh, hold on, my, the difference a is that I actually don't have as many clothes as you. So if you were it's to true. put all my clothes into bags, <laughs> that's probably they would be like. It would probably fit I didn't into even like think about that. Six laundry baskets. Two okay. of the two or three of the bags we took out of my house would probably fill your closet. Right. Okay. So I want to <laughs> tell you. So this 
um, this week, I went over to Jordan's house. My mom. No, let's just painting. talk about how long it's been there for. Because oh no, let, let's it just started. Go back. Let's go back. Let's before just... Emery. Right. It did. It really did. <laughs> there are like newborn. Like it's it's been a really long time. She, her and her husband tend to just like throw the laundry down into the basement and hope for the best. Like I don't know a fairy to just come <laughs> and do the laundry. And it this fairy. No, okay. Okay. We up. do laundry, but we only do like. <laughs> we only do necessities. This has been a common thing for Jordan and her husband is that laundry has been a struggle, which I'm sure there are many people listening to this right now. I know, I'm hoping there are some people listening in general, <laughs> but like if you are, at least one, if you can relate. Um, yeah, so it's been a struggle. So, and I've like side note is I feel like I've always, always been doing Jordan's laundry from the moment she came out of my mom's vagina like I've always cleaned her room no matter what house she lived in or where I lived um so yeah this <laughs> week was no exception I decided I was like fuck it I'm gonna go into the basement and I'm gonna like tackle this job it really started when I had COVID and I was really sick and my mom it started months before that well no I know but the the start the, the realization that it needed like we needed an intervention oh, okay. like I had COVID and my mom and my sister came over to help me take care of Emery and my mom was like okay we're gonna just clean up your house because <laughs> it's messy I was like great and so they started it that. It wasn't messy. It was dirty. Yeah. Which is it, very uncommon for Jordan. It's true. It had been, I was very newly pregnant and I had COVID and my house was just disgusting. It was gross. It was bad. So my mom came <clears throat> and she cleaned for me and then she was like, oh, I'm just going to like throw in a load of laundry. And they <laughs> went down to the basement and she was gone for five days because she was lost. <laughs> it's It was bad. So we have a studio in the basement that we haven't actually been using in the last six to whatever long months. Um, and so it, it moved from her entire laundry room area <laughs> into her, into our entire studio. And our studio is very, very big. Um, and so then like months ago or a couple months ago, my mom and I went downstairs and like my husband and, and Brandon and Jordan, and we like sorted through like, Hey, this is throwaway. This is what laundry is. And I said to Brandon specifically, cause Jordan at this point was starting to becoming, to become like a lot less mobile. Like, it was really hard for her to carry things up and downstairs. Plus she shouldn't be able or shouldn't have to. So I was like, Brandon, one load of laundry a day. That's all you have to do. And that will, you'll catch up to eventually. It'll take you like a week, a week and a half. But as long as you do one load of laundry and fold it, put it away, you guys will be on top of it. One and a half months go by. (laughs) And I walk back downstairs. And to say that I was like blown away. You know that TikTok sound? It's like, I try not to kill myself. That's why I was so embarrassed. No, she, I mean, okay, I, I, I took a picture. Oh, no, actually, I don't think I did. I may have taken a picture. I'll see. I'm not, I'm not going to post it. That will never see the light of day. No, that will never see the light of day. But to say that I packed up uh, eight bags of laundry, sorry, eight bags of clothing to be donated, and then 14 bags of clothes for laundry. And hold on, <laughs> it gets better. They have a full closet. I mean, not full, 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 but like full enough where it's we have a, like a large closet and it already has lots of clothes in it like when we so what we did well considering i've dressed myself perfectly yeah. fine for the last i mean her her jam is to like say she doesn't have any clothes and then go buy herself something which now she has 10 of that something because it's really bad it's habit. Been, and it is it's a terrible habit which now it's going to be we're getting rid of that habit we're going to work with her um i'm kind of a laundry freak recently like i wash my sheets apparently too often according to jordan um 
But my mom, so I, what I did is I packed up all of their stuff, and I called on my sister, my brother, and my mom, and my mom came in with her van and packed all 16 bags of laundry into her car and then distributed them evenly with between my brother, sister, her, and I. And so in the last two days- So my siblings are all washing my laundry. Yes. <laughs> I mean, again, we've always been washing your laundry. Chantel and Adam had a break for a few years, but realistically, I've just been, you know- the only one um but anyway so it's hey done. little sister here <laughs> she's got the little sister uh, uh com- not complex it's like the in- not not even entitlement it's just the, the privilege that's what it is it's privilege so yeah that's uh that's that's my like i guess that's not even my update that's just a hilarious tangent that we went on to be relatable for a second um so if you struggle with doing your laundry don't feel bad yeah because at least you don't have 14 fucking garbage bags i think what we're gonna do is um is do like a folding party on saturday while brandon and brandon clean out the garage and just take stuff there and we're going to get on top of it. So I, who wants to come to my house? Yeah, we need volunteers. <laughs> I would say I'd supply laundry. wine, but I don't got any of that. Um, I can. I will absolutely supply the wine. Um, That's I don't enough. drink it much anymore. but My I biggest craving this pregnancy is red wine. I still. All I want is red wine. And I told Julia that she's dead to me if she shows up to the hospital to visit my babies without a bottle of red wine. Yeah, well, I have to hide it. So just don't hand. get too judgmental when you don't see a bottle of wine. It might be in like Put it in like... That's fine. Yeah. As long as I can have, like, at least two glasses of it. Just chugging it. <laughs> bathing in it. Yeah. It's just, you know, like, pouring yeah. it on myself. Well, speaking of, that's a good that's a good transition into, like, an update for me, I guess. Um, Julia's life update. Is not as exciting as Jordan's. I'm not pregnant. Um, thank, thank God. God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, not pregnant, but I have, if anyone follows me on TikTok or Instagram for that matter, um, yeah, you'll know that I have, I've had, uh, some struggles with my mental health lately. I think like last summer when we were talking, I had said that like, I had actually taught, we had talked about this, that my baseline was like higher than, um, what it was like seven years ago. So she doesn't like Jordan doesn't have to worry and all this stuff. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, it well, that changed. Took wow, you just deafened that. Um, that changed. <laughs> well, not really, honestly. It took my mental health. No, 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 no. Like my need to worry has was nowhere near what it was seven years ago. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I have. That makes I have, you feel better. The difference between my, like, I think my my crisis was as bad as it was seven years ago, but I have tools, and people are a lot more aware of what to look for and mm-hmm. what to do and how to help. So mm-hmm. I basically was just not left alone for a very long time. Um, but what that has kind of forced me to do is figure out my shit. And I mean... She's on a live, laugh, love. No, not live, laugh, love. Eat, pray, love eat, journey. Eat, pray, love journey. I'm actually going to LA. Um, I'm not... I guess I can tell you when. I just... I'm so paranoid that I'm going to, like, post something about where I am and someone's going to come murder me. So don't say when you're going. Okay, so I'm going to L.A. sometime this month, and I'm going to take... Yeah, because if that's, like, a real thing, there's enough people listening to this. I know, right? <laughs> but um, just in case. Just in case. Well, I mean, I... You got I a lot of ex-boyfriends on... that don't like you, so this you is never very, know. very true. Um, I don't plan on posting a lot. I actually plan on doing, like, a very minimal on my phone and um, whatever connected to the internet. 
as much as I possibly can. This, I'm going alone. I'm going by myself. It was, I had these like airline credits to go from last year when we had to um, change our flight home from Florida. And my husband and I are just like, he doesn't really. I'm just what? fixing your mic by oh, that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. How, okay. An hour into the podcast, I know, I'm if, fixing your. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. If, I, if you haven't been able to hear me properly, it might be a might have been a good thing anyway so um i am going to la and i was we were going to use these credits together but then i decided after this whole crisis that i had always wanted to travel on my own and in my head i was like i got it like i can totally do it when i was i was flying to california when i was 15 or 16 by myself mind you i wasn't staying by myself I was visiting friends or my friend um so the difference now is that I actually have to entertain myself and fill my days with things that are not you know toxic <laughs> habits and like eat pray love yeah and and I've been reading this book actually I've been reading like 10 books all at the same time but specifically so I know I just want to talk about them, so I'm signed into your your um audible account and I just want to read you guys <laughs> it's the most random no no it's just like self-help self tell me you're mentally ill without telling me you're mentally ill because these are some of the books <laughs> hold on i can name them if you want so i went to i went through with my husband and oh we my were, god i was trying to like find a book to read because i wanted to read one and i was like maybe i'll just use julia's so um unfuck yourself is called <laughs> Um, that's a good breakthrough. One. Overcome self sabotage. Achieve more and be your better self. Um, healing. Hey, talking to strangers is on them. That's a really good one. Malcolm Caldwell. Talking to strangers. Sure. Healing AD- ADD. Um, somehow a diary of a wimpy kid turned on. Them. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Kick ass. It's never too I late know, to sleep. Dream. <laughs> Seven habits of highly effective people. I had that twice. <laughs> a highly sensitive people. The Comprehensive Guide for Adult Women Navigating ADHD. A Radical Guide for Women with ADHD. <laughs> the Mountain is You. Money isn't the problem. You are. So, okay. 101, 101 essays that will change the way you think. Okay, and that is the one. Those that... are her audible books. So, I actually bought... I was like, wow, boring. Oh, whatever. Okay, so when you're mentally ill like me and your life is all fuck it up. Then it's just necessary to have those things. I just thought it was hilarious. Regardless, the book that I was, I am reading right now that has kind of changed my perspective on things. Not, not only my book, but my therapist. I have found a therapist who is like, he's, he's scary in the way that like he, he, he doesn't let me get away with my regular bullshit that I normally would, which is, I know is very good. It's scary for me because I'm like now faced to deal with all the shit that I haven't dealt with in the past. Um, but yeah, you needed someone like that. I do. I absolutely did. Um, so this, this book I'm reading right now, which I highly recommend for anyone who's struggling to like find any sort of like purpose in life that feels like a little lost, a little like you don't know where you're going. Uh, it's called a 101 essays that will change the way you think. And like I would say very very minimally like or sorry at most read like one or two a day because it it's just a lot to take in but I've also come up with the daily routine for myself that has been working um mind you um it's it's been lacking the last two or three days but Mm, uh, Julia um, the waking up has been consistent so I I know that one of my things 
so I have ADHD for those of you who haven't been on my Instagram lately. Uh, and one of the things that is extremely difficult for women, especially to with ADHD is executive functioning. If you don't know what that is, all that is, is the brain, the parts of your brain that tells you what to do kind of in a linear fashion, like get up, get dressed, go pee, eat breakfast, drink water. Or let's say if you're writing an essay, like you write an outline and my outline comes out looking like a freaking mumble jumble word scramble. And most other people would be like, you know, they'd relative. be able to like put their thoughts into like, right into like a, a under so it's understandable. Yeah. So and, and I that is one thing I had never really I mean, I think I realized it, but I never really accepted it. So one of my things my therapist is working with me right now is to get myself into a morning schedule so that I basically basically automate the parts of my brain that I struggle with so I have energy to do the things that I want to do um, that I that usually like it's my executive functioning like the first two hours of my day take up my entire day because I just can't get past that certain point so uh, my schedule is like waking up at 6 30 going for a walk coming home reading this book or reading a book and then journaling and oh my god I can't even tell you how amazing journaling is it's like well I mean I called Jordan less because <laughs> so whenever I have an idea you write I, it down I write it down as, as opposed to call her because I that's how I was I guess I was just using Jordan as a journal and I think I was pissing Brandon <laughs> off um but it's also, it's also nice to like write it down and then remember it um and another thing is like I've I'm just I have like brain dumps where I just I have so much in my brain that I just dump it on paper. Doesn't even make sense half the time. But it, highly recommend doing that though. Oh my god, because I do the same thing where I, like if I'm thinking about seventeen different things, and if I just like n- in no like aesthetic way at all, you just write it down. Yeah, get it out of your brain. It it at least le- now it it makes room for you to tackle maybe one of those things at a time or right because I'm always scared that like I've got all these things and I'm trying to remember it and I'm like oh but I'm never gonna remember this and then it's like then it's like anxiety and (laughs) I just like (laughs) welcome to ADHD (laughs) I have undiagnosed ADHD I'm 99.9% sure um yeah so if there's anyone else listening that has undiagnosed or even diagnosed ADHD and is still struggling it has only been three weeks, but I'm telling you that my productivity during the day, even my mood, has mm-hmm. been absolutely, like, just night and day difference. I, and mind you, it's not like I haven't had moments of, like, stress or, or like, depressive feelings. Like, I absolutely have had those feelings and I have gone through the motions, but knowing that I can pick up my journal and just write it all out and get it all, get all the dark, scary shit out. That just sits in my brain on a regular basis. Like, no one wants to hear it. No one wants to read it. But I'll put it on paper and I'll but forget you, yeah, about it. But you, I was going to say, no one wants to hear it or read it. But you need but to But I need to get it. it. Yeah. Right. And I need to get it out. Exactly. So, um, and actually, I wanted to tell this story. I'm so heartwarmed by this story. Uh, so, I had posted a TikTok a couple weeks ago when I was in the middle of a crisis. And, I mean, actually, that was probably the start of a crisis. <laughs> But it was a really raw moment. And I had, at the end of it, I said, like, if you're struggling, um, like, reach out. And, like, I mean, I would be more than happy to talk to you. Because I can help people with their problems, but I can't deal with my own. <laughs> um, so I did. And this one person with, like, no, um, with no profile picture and a random name was like, hey, I tried messaging you, but, um, like, we're not following each other. So I can't, like, actually do it. And at first I ignored it. 
because I was like, that's weird. It's probably just some like spammer. So then I ignored it. And then they messaged again and was like, hey, just wondering if you got like if you can follow me or something. I can't remember exactly what it was that they had said. And I was like, fuck it. I may as well just press like follow and see what happens. And I did. And I'm so glad I did. And if you're listening, I'm not going to just I'm not going to name your name. You know who you are. But um, we started talking. She's a mom with um, high needs children, special needs children who I think she's a stay at home mom. Her husband works full time. Um, I don't think she's living like she's from a different part of the country and she's living in this part of the country. Um, so she doesn't have a lot of family. Again, yeah, this is these are things that I think I'm assuming. So if I'm wrong, I do sincerely apologize. But we've chatted like we talked from time to time. She tells me her frustrations. I tell her mine. Um, she's doing so well, though. Like I had told her about how I went. I, I started taking stimulant medication and how it changed my life. And I think now she's taking her stimulant medication and she is going to the gym more often. Like her moods are more increased. And um, like I gifted her a, a session, like a, um, a family session for our business because I just I felt called to like just like connect with her. But anyway, I just it's just crazy how the Internet can be so dumb, but also can be yeah so amazing at the same time. So if you're listening, I just wanted to say I'm going to start crying because like it was a very emotional way for this all to happen. Like it was just in like the deepest, darkest times of our lives we find like a little bit of light and you have been a light in my life like you're just this little like lovely person I see on my (laughs) Facebook and I just I'm so happy for you and I'm so happy you're doing well and like I really want to continue to like chill or sorry chill (laughs) I want to chill with you chill with you like you know chat (laughs) and 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 be friends anyway that is my probably fourth tangent of the day but (laughs) uh you're welcome um, so that's my update. Yeah, like I'm doing better. Uh, oh, I'm I'm actually right now writing up or like developing a planner like Jordan and I are. Um, and I think it's actually going to be really cool because it's basically everything that I've done to help myself and that I hope will help other people. So, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say something about that, but then it just literally <laughs> left my brain. <laughs> Came in and left. I don't know. I mean, follow if you can follow my Instagram, you'll see like we'll obviously post updates and stuff and like. We post question boxes all the time, like, asking for feedback of, like, what types of things, like, you guys want to see in the planner to kind of, like, make it, I don't know, the most effective for other people and not just us. Right. I mean... We're going to cater ideally towards, like, moms. Parents. I should say parents. Like, the busy parent. I mean, you don't have to be working just to be busy. You can be just anything so yeah i mean you can have one child <laughs> we know how child? busy that is yeah, it's freaking crazy we're six so. oh my god i can imagine if you have six children people keep posting like they're like what is easier zero to one or one to two and i'm like how will you talk about one to three <laughs> can we talk about that <laughs> is that hard <laughs> so i'm not going from one to two i'm I just mean, gonna like i'm just gonna assume that yeah it's probably I'm kind of, it's kind of like one to two like it's not like i'm having like three kids all at different ages doing different things mm-hmm. like at least it's like one and a half right so at least like <laughs> both of my twins will be doing things kind of at the same time i don't know if that's better or worse <laughs> let's just put a plug in here though that jordan we're having her jordan sprinkle on Sunday, um, and she does have an Amazon wish list. You just want to. You want to buy me something? Go. No, it's not an Amazon wish list. Well, oh. I do have an Amazon wish list. Yes, I do. Um, but I mean, the reason why she has one is because people keep asking her for like her address, and we're like, "Hey, no, 
<laughs> you can just yeah when you buy off my wish list it doesn't tell you my address it yeah. just like ships directly do you still to have me. a p.o box no i never ended up getting one it was oh. like really expensive it was like 122 dollars a month what yeah and i was like i don't have enough no nah, i'm not the bird's papaya yeah like <laughs> i, I, I know like no so i don't have enough people sending me stuff to like justify it um yeah so but anyway. somebody people keep asking like i've had a couple people ask me like what's your address? I want to send you stuff. And like, I've given them my address, but I've been like, please don't come and murder me. <laughs> well, and I, I think also the baby list doesn't give them their address either. You can buy it and send it. Like the company sends it to you. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. just, I mean, we're, yeah, that's just to like, Hey, just in case, uh, twins are expensive and twins are a lot. So I, it's just, yeah. Thankfully I, I had one already. And then, like, I mean, and I had one at the same time as you. So I, we have, you have double of everything just a by default. A lot of things. Yeah. And, and a lot of clothes, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I don't think I've bought... I mean, you're, you'll bought, need like, more boy stuff, but... Well, not even, like, I was going... Like, my neighbor gave me a whole bunch of stuff that was really cute that I got. And I went through, like, a, a majority of it. And I had, like, there's a, quite a bit of newborn stuff in there. I don't really have a lot of, like, older boy stuff. Yeah, but you don't really want to buy too far ahead. I remember with Cole... Um, people were buying like size or like, yeah, size four and five T and I just ended up never putting it on him because like five years from when he was born was like different times changed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, my kid looks like a friggin' homeless kid half the time. So I don't know why I'm really particular about styles, but Cole was always, I think it was like the single mom insecurity of, yeah, I wanted to make sure people knew that I like, had my shit together. So I may have looked like a hot I don't hot think Valley looks homeless. But, but Cole was always well-dressed. Still is very always, always well, well, I wouldn't say always, but like most of the time, very well-dressed. <laughs> He's a teenager now, so he does, yeah. he gives less fun. Well, that and I have to give a lot of credit to his stepmom because <laughs> she's the fashion guru, not me. Um, so yeah. I mean, I think that's, I think that's it. I think that's all we have to talk your ear off about. Yeah. I hope we didn't interrupt each other too much. I really had to be very conscious of it, though. so did I. That's why I was kind of being distracted by my phone. Because I was like, okay, if I just listen. (laughs) I just don't listen to what she's saying, (laughs) I I won't interrupt her. (laughs) Well, no, like when you're talking about your, like, your your birth plan, I was like, I'm not about to just interject. I could have interjected 100 times because I'm an asshole like that, but (laughs) decided not to. Which, okay, can we just talk about, can we talk about that? Because I, there are a lot of people who, and again, this is going to stem from an insecurity of mine and I don't care, but um, I interrupt people a lot or I'm one of those people who may come across like neurotypical people, like I'm trying to one up you all the time or like or like tell a story that's like the same but better and that's definitely not what I do it's an ADHD thing and we're yeah. this is how we relate like I'm telling you how I'm telling you that I'm listening because my brain has a really hard time listening and like focusing on what you're saying especially if it's a long story so if I'm interrupting and telling you things about my life you're trying to show that you're listening because you can you're saying you're talking about things that relate to what they're saying exactly and it and it comes across like i am an interrupting asshole and i get it it's it's very frustrating because my husband does it all the time but your son's calling um, you, so we oh, should so... probably end this <laughs> yeah he would be pissed if i um decided that i was gonna like blast him oh no yeah he does not like the <laughs> no so if you've listened this far well thank you um but also follow me on <laughs> Instagram, um, and yeah, Instagram and TikTok. 
You can follow um, me too. I don't have a lot of followers. You can follow I'm Julia. Trying, trying um, to. I mean, I need to post stuff. Oh, he's calling again. Yeah. So yeah. Um, lo- subscribe, like. I don't know what you do on these things. Leave us a comment. I don't know. Tell and us we're, we're gonna, awesome. We're gonna bring you more content on a more regular basis. Okay. okay bye. bye. How do I stop this? <laughs> I don't know. Hello. Hello.